see that countdown in the screen? I went three, two, one. That was perfect. I learned that Perfectly from rocket timed. ships. See? Hey guys. We did a countdown, which is fitting for uh, the shirts. For the space. For the space for we're the in space. right now. The space, the forceful space that is. Guys. Ooh, Jordan. Yes. Can you hear me okay? Sound? It was cutting out for a second there. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, your, good. Your internet's well, guys, been a little weird tonight. Yeah, technical stuff, you know, it happens. Yeah. Guys, we're on episode 93. 93. Getting close, man. Getting close what are we going to do at 100? Digits. We're just going to invite Getting everyone to, to show digits. up with us? Ooh, that could be fun. That could be fun. I mean, I personally would be a fan of a destination podcast. That'd be a cool destination too. podcast? Ooh. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, Last time we tried a destination podcast, we gave the world a pandemic. So. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> we at least contributed to it probably somehow. <laughs> Although I, I, well, I would say I probably had it since when I was on my way back on an airplane, my wife texted me that she had it. So I'm going to assume. Yeah. Oh, Amador said Moses Lake. They have good internet. Do they? Oh yeah. They got, they got that. They got that one. My dad says, go back to Rome. Um, Aroma. 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 I, I would go back yeah. to Rome. I, Oh my God. I, yeah. that was a fun place. totally agree Corky. that'd be amazing uh maybe next time stay for like 15 20 minutes longer <laughs> you know it, it, we would if we are especially we're with um our significant others we would definitely have to stay at a more relaxed pace yeah the pace that we moved at was only challenged by the pace at which like the military trains like yeah that's Particularly special forces. Ooh, see, Amador, Amador has has one gig at his house. They have fiber. They had fiber there before we did in Staten. Really? Although I'm shocked always that Staten has the fiber that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful though, man. I'll take it. I love. They've the got fiber. a lot of server farms up there because power's cheap. So uh, a lot of ETH yeah. ETH miners, Bitcoin miners, and server farms. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of uh, farming, and uh, you know, diets maybe in some way. Oh, far. <laughs> tell me about like, what a smooth transition there. to that. There. Tell was. me, tell me, Jordan, you've been on a uh, a straight up meat diet this past week, dude. Is that, is that accurate? It is, and this was in true form. I don't think I told you about it for like a day because I was like, I woke up. It was the first of March, the day after we had our podcast last Sunday, and I hadn't eaten yet for the day, which is pretty normal for me. And I thought, you know, I've always wanted to try the carnivore diet and it's March the 1st. I bet I could, I bet I could do it for at least a week. I've made it a week. I, you know, if people go listen to JRE or listen to other people that have, that have talked about doing the carnivore diet, they're warned about human rocket ships and, um, the expelling of said meat and how your body reacts to it and everything. And, uh, bowels release. I can say I can say personally for myself I experienced none of that. Um, although I'm I I've done fairly low slash zero carb at first stints of my life, so well it didn't really affect me. Not so much high protein in the past, but you've done more like high fat, low carb, right? Wasn't or like yeah, it's it's moderate protein. So I I would say it's sometimes you know like hundred hundred twenty 
grams a day. So that's not super low. Like low protein, I would think would be like 60 a day. Um, and then fat, I, I've tracked that before just to see like where I got affected. And I, there was days I was well over 300 grams that, um, it didn't do anything to me. So, okay. So let's talk about this real quick. Let's do, break down some basics. You've been doing mostly a meat diet for the past week. You've kind of done similar things in the past. So the only other things um, I've eaten besides meat, I still yeah. have, I still use MCT oil in my coffee in the morning. So that's not meat, but it's pure fat, fat. Um, and butter. But butter is allowed on most carnivore diets. So I, okay. I eat grass fed butter. I put it on meat when I have it as like flavoring and stuff. So Yes. Okay, so typically um, this type of diet, people go through kind of like uh, well a change of acidity in their body, and they go through what's called ketosis, basically, where they have an excess ketones in their body, yeah. and they sometimes get what's called like the flu, like the keto flu. Mm-hmm. Um, did you experience any type of like fatigue at first with increasing just to basically pure protein? No, but... I think I'm a unique case in that I've done that before and I've tested and had soup. I like jump in and out of ketosis really, really fast. I would tend to have a fairly like high processing metabolism. So at least now I, I don't, maybe I won't as I age more, but yeah. um, I haven't, I haven't ever experienced that. The first time I did it, I went slowly into it. So I never really, I've never really experienced it this time. How old were you no. when you first tried it? It was only like four years ago, so like thirty-six. Thirty-six. So, yeah. um, so with this diet, why are you doing it? Why are you trying to go all meat? What's the point? I was curious. Mostly, that's it. I was just like, oh, some other people have tried it and they've had good results from it. And I results thought, in what way? Like weight loss? Uh, or some people or have like had increased... some people have had weight loss, but they've had like other things go away, so like joint pain and stuff like that. And since I deal with that a lot, I you know I could. Yeah. I want, I was curious about it. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. I, so, I don't, I don't dislike it. So I'll just keep it up for now. Let's talk about someone, you know, as you said, different people have different meta- metabolism kind of mm-hmm. rates. And some of them, like for myself, when I'm working, like if I am not having some type of caloric intake, mm-hmm. it's really hard for my brain to be able to keep up with the pace of my work. Yeah. And so I would be concerned about like, I know fat would sustain you for a longer period of time, right? but the ability to like be able to have something to eat consistently throughout the day, would that be like beef jerky or would it be like, like it would have what, to be fairly you- clean beef jerky. Cause a lot of beef jerky, like people don't know this, but is like lined with soy, which is not good for you. So the idea is like you're getting out some of the toxins that would come with like plant based stuff. It's essentially the same idea as being going vegan, but the exact opposite. Um, so <laughs> it has to be an animal product. Like it can't not be, um, so that's fun. Um, is there though? But, is there though like some type of whey option that's not animal product? What do you mean? Like, is there actually like a supplemental like shake that could be straight keto and not be? You could do it. From- it's really tough. There, there are there are some like pea proteins and stuff like that that you could do. Um, it would be really. I don't know why that kicked on. That was weird. Um, it would be really. It would. It would be difficult. Not advisable at all so as far as to the brain thing so 
you know, like maybe I know, you know, but maybe people watching don't know, but like your body, the way that it produces or goes through energy with fats or glucose or carbs or whatever, like through the Krebs cycle, once you're like where you want to be is not really good at one of those alone, but most Americans are really good at like breaking down carbs and, but your brain actually does like fat more. So as you transition over to that and you've gotten what you should be aiming for, which is metabolic flexibility. So switching fuel sources quickly. I've found that brain like cognitivity goes up mm. once you're into it. But the keto flu thing is real. I've, I've talked to people. I've, I've like, quote unquote coached people through that before and there definitely is a lack and it for some people is two to three weeks once they come out of that every single person that has like persevered to the end of that has said they had more energy than they've experienced in years and more mental clarity but they had mm. to go through that sickness because they were so used to just carbs as intake because if you don't burn the carbs off you don't you really don't ever burn the fat so and another thing that's kind of interesting as far as dietary intake is I do believe different people, whether it's through nature or nurture, mm -hmm. have a different way of processing food. Oh, yeah. And some of them have a propensity to be able to better tolerate carbohydrates versus some people have a better ability to tolerate proteins. Yes. And so some people actually function at a higher capacity and maybe even a higher le uh, level of health on alternative diets, maybe not protein, maybe not carbohydrate, maybe not, you yeah. know, maybe, maybe vegan, you know? So that's the other thing. Like maybe someone wants to fully try the straight up protein, straight up keto, may but not there's work. a possibility <laughs> that their body just actually uh -huh. it may not be. Yeah. Right I would form. say though, of the three, there are two that are essential and there's one that's quasi optional. You might operate better. You're not going to die. If you, but all of our brains need need good fats, not just you know McDonald's French fries fat, mm -hmm. and all of us need some protein, like complete, not just plant based protein. I know that there's some out there that you can can you can like construe to think are complete just on plant. I don't buy it. I don't buy that science. I've read into it. I don't. I don't think long term it's a good idea. But hey, everyone has their choices. Um, but there are studies. So are you, there are studies into backgrounds, like you're saying, like yeah. where there are people that high protein, high fat, they're they're healthy, and it is genetic. So like there was some there was some mm -hmm, done on right. the um, Okinawans in Japan, the longest living people mm -hmm. that we have on record. They ate yams and fish for their entire lives, and they have the longest life expectancy of anyone, at least up until current history but the group that they studied a lot was the i think it's the pima or puma some pima indians i think it was back in the day they came into like a advanced society and started eating carbs and they all started getting diseases and stuff until they moved right. back to a meat diet and then they were fine again yeah so, well i mean yam so would definitely be high carbohydrate right yes yeah but but they're good they're a good like source of carbohydrates, more fibrous. And then they were eating yeah. those rich omega-3 salmon. So they're basically fish and yams. Like, like they ate like the, the things that was amazing. Now, are you concerned about, are there certain supplemental vitamins that you might be lacking by just doing protein that you would normally get if you had some type of plant intake or some type of, you know, collard greens? Um... I don't, <laughs> not that I've found yet. I, I mean, I always take vitamin D. I usually take magnesium 
um, because I find everyone's low in that. But those are the two things that I always tell people if they're like, what should I take? Like, if if you live here in the Northwest, probably some vitamin D <laughs> and everyone's low on magnesium. So that's a good start. <laughs> and you can know if you're if you're taking too much magnesium, you'll usually be able to tell by the amount of poop coming out of your bottom. Yep. That's how you know. You you get to that yeah. point and then you back it off a pill. That's <laughs> that's you, you're not going to kill yourself. I mean, don't take like the bottle, but like take 4 and if you erupt, take 3 the next time. <laughs> if you start chafing, that's true. You know, you're probably wiping yeah. too much. If you can only use a bidet, You've had speaking too much of magnesium. Using, speaking of chafing and using a bidet. Did you dad, see my dad's comment? Porky's comment there is pretty perfect. <laughs> he, he said, you know, it's really hard to find Hot Pockets these days because of discussions like this. It's true. <laughs> Fair that's enough. Not, that's not bad. As soon as foods like that came around, you can you can historically go back and look. We I all think got the other reason bigger. might be hard. I think it might be hard also because of all the lawsuits from scorched Turn, yeah, they should tongue, call them lava pockets. You know, blistering, you know, blistering injuries. Yeah, <laughs> in people's so mouths. Oh, true. They, yeah, it's because they don't cook evenly. It doesn't matter how good your microwave is. You could barbecue those things. The center turns to molten lava first, and the outside is still frozen. It's using gamma rays. I don't care what it is. You ain't gonna cook that even, baby. Dude, yeah. speaking of uh, food though, and kind of like what's in your diet. Yeah. Um. There was a really interesting article that I read in a, uh, a recent scientific news article, and it pertained to – it actually came out the 26th of last month, and it pertains to artificial sweeteners because no. I, I, I'm Those a proponent of – well, but I'm a proponent of stevia personally. I yeah. think I like the plant-based aspect of it and like monk fruit, yep. monk fruit, uh, stevia. They're kind of on the same but level. But I, I wouldn't consider those – artificial sweeteners no 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 true true exactly okay no. i'm just making sure you're not going there because we could yes. fight about this real quick i would not consider them i would consider them alternative sweeteners perhaps um, alternatives to sugar yes well whereas artificial sweeteners would be more like sucralose um saccharine aspartame um but in this article recently, what they found out was artificial sweeteners, actually, they think what, – what's that? What's Haley's head? Uh, uh, do you want me to bring your steak down? It's ready. <laughs> no. That's okay, babe. I'll eat it when I'm done here. People don't need to hear that. <laughs> now you're making me hungry, Haley, though. Uh, you're making me hungry. Do you want to have steak after this? <laughs> I do. My gosh. I really do. So, yeah. Um, but – Artificial sweeteners, they found, may actually be playing a role in the spread of antibiotic resistance. So this is wild because a lot of antibiotic resistance was was there. There was a, a correlation. Now, correlation right. doesn't mean causation, right? But there was a correlation in antibiotic resistance as we started to see a much more prominent use of artificial sweeteners in such as Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, all these different diet drinks, even in a lot of these uh, – you know, healthier ice creams and healthier snacks that they were advertising. Quote, unquote. Um, but, yeah. So those four commonly used artificial sweeteners, those saccharine, sucralose, aspartame, and then another one that I actually hadn't heard of, asulfame, potassium, um, they can promote horizontal transfer of antibiotic resistant in genes. Um, so basically, 
what what happens and it's kind of a, a strange kind of occurrence but the bacteria that um, have a resistance they go through when they get exposed to this type of artificial sweetener they whenever they interact with another bacteria that doesn't have this type of resistance um, it goes through a transition that basically then alters the protein on the new bacteria and it makes that resistant to certain antibiotics so the sugar interacts with the the bacteria already mm-hmm. and allows it to transfer that genetic code to other bacteria yeah that was going to be like i that's way more detailed than i would have given but i would say i know that a lot of these sweeteners mess with your gut and they mess with the bacteria that breaks down things and you mess with that like you know they say like you are what you eat it's way more literal then we're probably like give it time <laughs> yeah 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 it's yeah it's it's this, so crazy in, how this, can affect you. in this article it says this process is regarded as the bacterial equivalent of sexual reproduction or mating and occurs when two bacteria come into direct contact and then yeah. that bacteria that's interacted with that that um, artificial sweetener transfers that resistance through that's wild so be careful guys drinking you know diet sodas and certain certain um well we know they're bad we know they're we know that they're like they have less less response that's known than sugar to us but we know that they're not good like most people some people are still on the fence but most of us know that these artificial sweeteners and stuff not good for you like that. The hard part, there's so many different types of sweeteners out there yeah so like for for example though like like xylitol mm-hmm. which is a alcohol based right uh sweetener that they put in gum has been shown to help prevent cavities right and so and kill dogs it, just and, fyi don't let your dog eat it don't let your dog eat gum <laughs> you know well, um, like there's a lot of deaths yeah, but we'll we'll post a link to this yeah. news article about artificial sweeteners and some of the recent studies they had attributed to. Um, Here's what I found: that, if you can avoid them, just you should. Like, I think we know that we knew that before. Now this is good. This is good evidence. Um, correlation, not causation. But stay away from artificial sweeteners if you can. Monk fruit's good. Stevia is good. Stevia is good. Stevia's good. Um, there's been a lot of research on stevia. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of options out there and they're not they're not um they're not as expensive as they used to be. Like because they're more yeah. popular, you know, since hot pockets are less <laughs> like sorry. less prevalent, sorry dad. Um these other things are becoming more prevalent and it's, you know, you get get popularity, that's what sells. So um yeah. as the more people buy it, the more it will the more it will go down. So well, switching gears a little bit, guys. I'm gonna just keep I'm gonna keep bringing this up every week because it's just getting crazier. Yeah, but I like that you're following this because because I'm not. So I'm following it just because it it seems like such a historically wild situation. But and it has been for the past I guess 50, 60 years. But every year there's always something new. But right. Myanmar, it's it's blowing up. It's getting worse. It keeps getting worse. More people are dying. Um, a, a large amount of, I think it was, um, 
193 or something Myanmar police crossed the border into India after refusing to carry out a bunch of orders set by the new militia, by by the new military, you know, basically the dictated. The new government. Yeah, the new government. Um, So luckily, you know, some of the police are standing up to this saying, hey, we're not going to allow this type of like shooting our own people that basically because we don't agree with them voting. Um, And then so the police now, though, they're occupying and manning hospitals. So that way certain uh, if like certain like not refugees, but um, what's the word for it? Not terrorists. um, Basically, people that are against the military, if they go to the hospital seeking help, the police are like arresting them before they can even get the help. So like they're manning all the like the necessary healthcare facilities um, and raiding, you know, constant raiding going on. There was a, was it a 16 year old girl recently? Um, Like two days ago, she said her shirt. Okay. If you guys, some of you have probably seen the article, but she was wearing a shirt and it said like, um, uh, no worries or it'll be okay. Something like that. And she was, you know, of course protesting. And then they, they just straight up shot her. The For wearing that shirt. Well, I don't know. The irony in that is pretty significant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, they were yeah. like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> don't so tell people that. To the people in Myanmar. And it's a terrifying thing that I hope no other country has to degrade into, but it's, it's scary. No joke. That's. Uh, no. Nope. This is what? why, guys, this is why we want small government. Okay. This is, this is why we, we want small government. That's it. Well, that, and in that situation, in that situation, it's actually being concerned about the power of the military. Yeah. Because military overthrew the government. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's giving the, it's, so there's supposed to be a balance of power, right? So like they're supposed to be in check. You don't want to not have a military. That would be bad because then you can't protect yourself. But the the leadership of the military for sure shouldn't be. And I would say, you know, like not following any conspiracy theories or anything, but like there's some there's some legitimate concerns that we should have about the like the power that some of our intelligence and military yeah. command has as totally. well. And these things totally. are these things are not to look at lightly or loosely and go, oh, my gosh, it's so bad for them. It's like it very easily could be here like. I'm not saying it's yeah. going to. I'm not saying I have any evidence of that, but it very well could be anywhere. And so it's why we need to like keep things in check. So mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Crazy. So, so on that same aspect, something yes. I wanted to it's a little bit politically sensitive, maybe, Good. but not too bad. Not no, no, too no. Bad. We're here to test. Do it. Okay. So do you guys out there know about the whole Jamal Khashoggi situation went down? Um, in Saudi Arabia. Are you guys familiar with this? I know nothing about it. Like, not even joking. I didn't read the oh, article. Really? <laughs> I want you to tell me about it. Um, um, I'll just answer for everyone. Oh, hold on a second. What did David Chandler say? Uh, he said, if you can't spell it, don't eat it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Eisenhower on leaving office said the greatest danger to America was the military-industrial complex. I very much agree. Like, a lot of them are hidden from even the power of the executive office. And they did it for like uh, safety reasons or um, national security, and it's a very scary thing. It's it's a it's a tightrope to walk. I totally get it. Like there's some things that should be kept secret and should be looked into and all that kind. Of, we know that we know that it shouldn't just be open to everybody. But 
that is that is what I'm talking about. That's my fear too. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is something actually that's a really interesting, and I want to I want to kind of talk about both sides of this political drama. Yes. So back in 2018, so some of you have probably already heard about this, but I'm sure you, many of you have. Back in 2018, Jamal Khashoggi. Okay, he was a U.S.-based journalist. Okay. okay. But he was from, he was originally from, I think, Saudi Arabia, I believe. Um, but he was a U.S.-based journalist, um, but he was a critic of the Saudi Arabia government. Okay. So in 2018, they had invited him to have some type of discussion about. Is know, this his, a picture of him? Uh, that's a picture of him. He was a very okay. influential journalist. Okay. He walked into a Saudi count, uh, consulate in, in, in Istanbul um, where they, there was videos from the building across the street. Well, come to find out, eventually, later on, his remains were found. And basically, he'd been murdered and, I believe, disassembled. <laughs> and um, because he was speaking that doesn't, out. That's not a good thing. Like, I can yeah, take my computer part thing. and put it back together and it keeps working if I do it right. Not a great thing. Can't do not that with thing. a person. But he was speaking out against Saudi Arabia and some of the their policies and some of their, like... It ranged from basically, you know, like the treatment of women to like their stances on um, terrorist funding and different things on that level. Okay, right. So Jamal Jamal Khashoggi whacked. Right. So our CIA found evidence suggesting, yes, it actually is true that he was murdered, but we actually believe he was murdered with the approval of the current crown prince. Mohammed bin Salman, Salman. Um, so the Saudi Arabia is basically like ru new ruler. Okay. Like, right. And this guy's, I think thir 35 or something like that. So he's a young guy, the head of all of Saudi Arabia now. Okay. So when this was discovered, this was during, uh, president Trump's, um, term presidency first term. <laughs> Right. Sorry, I was trying to think about what, what the term what the term for term was. So during his first term, right, this was discovered. And essentially, President Trump didn't really do anything as far as like sanctioning or as far as um, making any type of like threats. And, and the reason it was um, even more of an issue is because um, this this journalist had not citizenship in the U.S., but he had residency in the U.S. or something along those lines as well. So there was some connection to the U.S. as well, mm -hmm. um, and so basically, this prince ordered the murder of a journalist because he didn't like what he was saying. Right? That's what it boils down to. Right. So the situation you should have just led with that. I'm just kidding. I know. I wanted more deep. Let's get more deep. <laughs> okay. So well, that leads to Trump's during Trump's presidency a lot of. Democrats were really harping on the fact that President Trump didn't put any type of tariffs or any type of, um, you know, penalization on the crown prince. OK, so come Biden said, you know, he's going to get elected. He says, hey, I'm going to put some type of tariffs on Saudi Arabia. I'm going to punish this crown prince. We cannot be killing journalists like this. This has to be, you know, basically this has to be dealt with. This is bad. We cannot allow a foreign leader to be murdering people um, just frivolous, frivolously. Right? right. So basically, Biden gets into 
presidency and there's a bill that basically comes up not a bill but a discussion a meeting basically and they decided actually you know what we're not going to do anything either trump didn't do anything actually we're not going to do anything and here's why here's why though <laughs> I, have so many I know, questions. I know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because they did it out of like, you know, when you're running to be elected, you're going to say whatever you can say to get elected. Right? Well, I was going to say there's a lot of things that's happened with, but I have I have another thought, yeah. but I'm gonna let you finish yours. Okay. So, but here's the situation. Saudi Arabia is one of our largest purchase purchasers, buyers. There we go. That's a better word. One of our larger customers, buyers, customers, perhaps of our weaponry mm. of weapons and of um, aviation and of a lot of manuf like some of our big purchase items aviation also they're one of our they are our closest ally in the middle east okay okay so whether you're trump's presidency biden's presidency, they're very hesitant to lose that ally right. not only that ally but also that economic boon mm -hmm. because if they don't buy from us they'll buy from russia or they'll buy from china and the risk is not only if, it, if we lose the money, but right now the overall game and the overall political concern is a priority as far as China goes right now. Because right. China's making a lot of moves in a lot of countries to get footholds in those places. And the U.S. is terrified that if we make an enemy out of Saudi Arabia's prince, right. shit, China's going to start ruling the world. And which is obviously a big leap, but yeah. a concern. I should be drinking moonshine. It's a good question. Um, so my thought on that is, and this comes down to the intelligence stuff. It, on the outside, it totally looks like you should put tariffs on that, knowing what we know, right? Like you and I know. From a human like decency yeah, kind of thing. I know right. this happened. This is what's going on. With the knowledge I have, that's what happened. It makes me wonder what's going on behind the scenes that neither Trump nor Biden from either side, besides what you just said, and that very well could just be it. But there's always things happening that even some of the people on the ground don't know the details of what's happening. And some of that is to protect those who are there. If we have people who are in there, things that we're looking at, things that could be worse if we do this versus living with this problem. Um, it's just, there's always so many questions you have to ask yourself. You can't just say like, oh, well, Trump didn't do that. He's a dork. Um, well, Biden didn't do Same it for some problem. reason. Like, right. like you, we don't know. Like, it could be complete ignorance. It could be complete stupidity. Both of those are options. But it also could be that there's just so much going on that we can't see. It's hard to it's hard to look at those things and go like, this is what I would do. Like, yeah, they probably would do the same thing if they had the knowledge that you have. Um, so who knows? Well, and to be it's freaky to be to be completely honest you'd have to be pretty foolish to think that the United States president and or whatever different deep state kind of, you know, m committees there are haven't ordered the death of individuals. Oh, dude. in our country, for sure. There's for no way people have not been. Suicided. Absolute certain. Yeah. I mean, the Clintons are doing it all the time, right? Jeffrey Epstein. Hashtag yeah. Jeff Epstein. Jeffrey there, Epstein there's, right? you know, there's a term out there called the the clinton was a clinton death count or whatever yeah there's a reason for that there's a reason why these yeah. things float around whether or not they hold as much truth as we think they do it's like ah, enough things add up you're like you know i don't want to believe conspiracies but there's way too many coincidences that surround some of these things right yeah well and the other interesting thing so you you know corky made a good point 
Uh, decline invitations to Saudi he embassy decline, in Turkey. He's like, what, what, one thing we could do is decline invitations, right, to Saudi uh, yeah. embassy or in Turkey. However, something that was kind of another counter to that is we recently just made some of the largest strides in peace with Israel yeah. because Saudi Arabia finally recognized Israel as a sovereign state, as, right. a, as, a, as a real nation, right? Right. So, so the U.S. at the same time during Trump's presidency was like, hey, we're making big leeway and grounds in basically establishing this country. Yeah. Um, so if we, are we, do we want to make Saudi Arabia more of an enemy at this point? Right. Well, it's like uh, my uncle said here, don't forget Saudi Arabia is our proxy against Iran. Yeah, it's prob- that actually probably is nail on the head right there as to why they're not trying to rock that boat. It's the same it's the same reason and I think that this is something that that I I was I was listening to some stuff on today and looking at some information and it's like there are certain things sometimes you have to kind of partner with one of your enemies to take down someone that's worse. Yeah. But the enemy of my enemy. Right? So and so that's that's a complete strategy that works. What's most important in that strategy is what you do when you're done. So if you look at like our, our history now, we partnered with China against Russia, and then we never really ended that partnership, and we probably should have. Like, mm. and Ooh, that's interesting. And so, but but at the time, what was worse? What was worse than not partnering with China and letting Russia go? That was having both China and Russia as a problem, and so lesser of two evils to get rid of and and calm one down but then you have to part ways but i don't think we ever did and i think that was one of our big problems and so in this is that another problem we're facing in in those types of relationships right i don't know i i don't have the intelligence to look at i think there's there's a concern as far as the risk of communism spreading Mm -hmm. and if we leave a void in the middle east and leave an opportunity for china to spread communism in that area Right. Oh, yeah. There's a big. It's a hundred percent. The problem well, and, is, and, is that we don't always we don't always focus here. And I think that there's more of a foothold here than we know. And I, in the United States, mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. Well, and I think China's playing a multifaceted game. I think that's I think it's a I think there's a there's a, obviously a cyber war, but a social war and a political war and all these things. And I think a yeah. lot of external forces have done a pretty effective job in a lot of ways oh yeah 100 percent. that that is that is what it is i'm stealing your 100 percent tonight um 100%. and that kind of takes us into a little bit and we will come back in and i think we have a couple other things that we might touch on but that's a good segue to the the poster that i that i put up is like why is everyone obsessed with canceling everyone mm-hmm. i i think that we're hitting on that i think we've come a, a hit on that topic is that the easiest way for that type of change in a society from free to communist is to get people distracted at looking at each other and making enemies of your neighbor, making enemies of someone who thinks differently than you, making enemies of someone that has different political ideologies than you do. And we are seeing that at an alarming rate. I mean, we've seen it for the last few years. Like we were talking about the Dr. Seuss thing before we went live. 
tons of mm-hmm. people are trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. And I said, I've, I've heard of this. I've seen this happen a few years back. Some people tried to get some traction on it and it didn't really gain traction. Here's the thing. Dr. Seuss's books have done great things for kids learning. It's been proven. There's been studies that have done the way that sounds, the way the words are made up. It's funky. It's weird. They're some of the most memorable books besides like Where's Waldo that I remember as a kid. And there are, so I, w- I went and did some checking to see like, was, was Dr. Seuss a racist? Here's the thing. A lot of people were at in his age. And there are a lot of people that are around that still carry some of those beliefs. And it's, it's terrible and it's sad. Um, he started out, I didn't know this, but I did find out as like a, a political comic drawer. And he, he drew some awful things that had to do with, um, slavery and, and African-American people and just people of color in general. And, but it was a normal, it was a job before he started doing the books thing, but you can see the evolution, especially if you like look at the books and his content. I think if he were still around today to make comment, he would say like, those were a mistake in my past. I probably shouldn't have done that. And I, but we have a, we have a society that's now being told like when anyone makes a mistake, you just cancel them. But it's not only that, because there are people that have made some dumb mistakes. Like we have um, Cuomo in New York, who has like four allegations against him right now of women saying that he's like been, you know, inappropriate, inappropriate with them. Well, how many does it take before he's looked at and canceled? Because there's been people that have been canceled for way less. And I'm not calling for the cancellation of him. I think they should look into those for sure. It's a big deal. But there have been people that have been canceled for the far for far less that just seem to at least have different political ideologies and people are getting caught up in this whole cancel everything, get rid of everything, get rid of anything from our past. That's bad. And I totally agree that maybe there are some things that we should point out from some people in the past that have been leaders in our country and stuff, but it's so dangerous to remove all of that because there are things today that you should technically get rid of if you want to. There's tons of technologies that are around from that are German technologies that were created under the Nazi regime that if you don't, if you really want to cancel things, then stop using some of the technologies that you are because those are the people that made some of that. And those are terrible things that they did, but it doesn't mean we should get rid of things because of it. So like the Dr. Seuss well, books, they serve a great purpose. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, I think my thoughts on this are well, first. First of all, I want to acknowledge what your uh, what your dad said. He said nation states have interests, not principles. Yes, it's not the current interest of the United States to penalize Saudi for an act of murder on their soil. Which right. yeah, that's true. That's true. We have interests, not necessarily principles. I mean, we have we have principles probably to a degree, right? I.e., um, you know holocaust you know I mean, yeah. or like certain yeah. things there's like principles of like human decency and also to the degree of like the greater good i guess you would say yeah um but i mean but, in, in that like there's only so much you can do it's like yeah there's so many examples but but going back to what you what you were saying it it feels like the difficulty with cancel culture in particular um is everything is significantly amplified by the type of state of media we have today with social media in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like everything goes from in the past, there could be a discussion and something controversial or something to be worked on. Right. But now it, it gets 
it gets taken from, okay, we need to fix this issue. We need to improve this issue to um, a, a hurricane of distress and frustration and causing almost more hurt from the, from the previous isolated yeah. issue. Um, and so things are really taking from zero to a hundred within a or, second. And that, I feel like, I feel the, the, the rate of acceleration mm-hmm. of issues is what causes a lot of the damage. Too. Well, it's just, it's, and like I said, it's a distraction that, that happened, it's happened historically before. And I'm not saying that's what's happening now, but it's happened historically before where the, if you, you take like, um, take like the whole race issue that's going on right now, it's a sensitive issue with people. I'm a white guy and a lot of people think that just because of that, I'm a racist. And I don't, that's just, that logic in and of itself is just like lost on me. It's fine. You can think it like I believe in free speech all you want. Say it. I, it doesn't like it. It's annoying to me, but say it. It doesn't mean it's true. Um, but when you take that discussion away, when you say no, no, you cannot say any contra contra argument. Like you can't and you start canceling people that are actually having the other side. That's a dangerous place. And you're it, what you're doing by doing that, even with this whole Dr. Seuss thing is you're making enemies. You're just you're not getting rid of something that you think is bad. What you're doing is you're signifying to a whole group of people who the enemy is and that this is the person that you're against and they're against you. And so what is that doesn't create unity. That doesn't create unity. Well, it, at goes, all. it goes both. It goes both ways. I mean, if somebody's saying there is systemic racism, mm-hmm. then I think it's important to hear why they believe there's oh, I have tons racism. of questions for them. I'm not right? going to say don't say it. I'm saying well, and, and to, if and you say expl- it, give me, show me. Explain your reasons. Yeah, yeah. explain well, your reasons. And even, even, but also, like, I think it's also important to be in a position where you would be willing to hear something that might not be um, feel good. Oh yeah, you know, like, Absolutely. and that, that I think, as far as like, I think there's a lot of prejudices that people have that they could be blind to or um, not even really recognize it, um, just because of the their nature and. Their, their nurture, their mm-hmm. environment, they raised it. They well, raised in. and that's on both and, ends. But that is that's exactly the argument that I would have. That saying that canceling really anything that isn't dangerous, that isn't going to like kill someone or hurt someone, um, uh, by any means, if it's illegal, delete it. You know, um, get rid of it. But like like broadcasting or something like that. Like I'm talking about on social media specifically. But when you remove things and topics and don't let people hash them out, you you are removing their opportunity to, they might fight. They may not be friends. They may completely just unfriend each other. And that's totally fine. That's the way it's supposed to work. Um, But if you're wanting, if people are expecting everyone to moderate everything and anything that you might see that you would find offensive and like contrary to what you currently believe, that is, that's more dangerous than anything to, to have have an echo chamber. That goes back to the basic issue, the root, the root statement, I always say, the only way to beat bad speech is with mm. better speech. Right. You know, and that's that's un- that's that's just the truth. Like, right. Because if you get rid of solve it, an issue unless you have right. better speech. If you get rid of it, you make it worse. That's the problem. Like, um, I I was listening to I think it was Chappelle that was talking about how <laughs> comics get away with certain things that they say. It was a video on Facebook. I'm shocked it was yeah. even on there. Yeah. Because he was saying like, I he's like. There are people that say things in this industry that are racist. And he said, some of them don't mean them and they're hilarious. Some of them I know because I know them from backstage. 
absolutely mean them. And he's like, I believe so much that we should be free in what we say in this country that I do not want to stop them. Because that was, Dave that was I think it was Chappelle. It's like I do not want to stop them because I don't want them to stop me. And yeah. and so he's like, people can judge them and choose to listen or not. They can choose to associate with them or not. Let them do it. Don't let other people just wipe them out. Let them speak. And here's the thing is like, if I had an enemy, would I want to silence everything they say and let them be quiet? No, 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 no. I would want to do the exact opposite because I want to hear what they're saying. I want to hear what is it that I can do to counter said enemy or someone that's against me. Like not maybe not even to like do anything to hurt them. Well, and the interesting thing as far as like freedom of speech goes, I guess in Mm -hmm. particular is it is interesting. The issue with that comes in the situation where an individual doesn't have a platform to make that freedom of, to have the same platform as another individual. Right. Right. So in the same respect, we've talked about canceling certain people getting canceled on Twitter, mm-hmm. certain people getting canceled on, I don't know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Right. In the past, very few people had the resources to get on social media or get on, you know, the news, get on newspapers, get on, yeah. you know, Oprah, you know, Oprah, or get on those, those those TV programs, right? Right. Now we have so many people with so much potential for access yeah. um, that we actually have more platforms to to have a voice, I think, right now. Right. But this is the first time we've experienced the in this broader range of access a, a curbing of people's um, freedom of speech in those areas. Yeah, it is. And it's, I mean, it's a new area, and this happens in new industries. It and although I am for smaller government all the time, I'm not for no government. And and so there has to be some like reining in of things. And I think this is an area that we have. And I, Jordan or a past guest, um, that's been a yeah, long Jordan. time. It's been a long time, like episode zero. Um, no, we need to have her back on. We can't have respectful conversations and disagree with others. That's another issue. It's totally. Um her and I were talking about that today. It's now if you it's now if you don't agree with me, you're wrong and a bad person on either side. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. And it's um I I she had she had texted me when she saw the the picture up. And I told her it's funny when we talk about these types of things, we've I, I think our wives have asked and I've had other friends ask, like, are you guys still friends? It seems like you don't agree. And it was like, why do you equate agreeing with me liking you? or or anyone else so there's definitely people that i disagree with enough that i would avoid their company a lot of the time but i don't like i don't cancel them as a person i just choose to associate with other people more often you know it's like um i think that anyone and everyone can find like one person that annoys them just gets under their skin for whatever reason who knows like maybe it's just because they're that much different than you or there's just something that they do that annoys you um, there's people that are equating, um, people having canceled Disney plus because of the, the Corona thing. And they're saying, oh, conservatives are unsubscribing from Disney plus their cancel culture, their pro cancel culture. I'm like, that's not the same thing. Like if I choose not to shop at Costco, I'm not canceling Costco. Well, here's, I'm saying here's more the power to them. You know what I mean? Like, does yeah, that make sense? Here, here, yeah, it totally, totally makes sense. And Here's the, the, 
I think maybe the disparity we've had to a degree, and this comes from certain communities that people live in that are very, um, maybe in some ways isolated with their own uh, similar opinions, that it, it's 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 almost like growing pains. Yeah. And it almost feels like um, it hurts when you have interactions with individuals if you have not built up the ability to have healthy conversations with somebody that doesn't agree with you. Yeah. And so, and, and it, it, there's a degree of emotional maturity and also, you know, social maturity to be able to have either a relationship or have a healthy conversation with somebody if they are totally um, in the opposite lane as you. Absolutely. And so there's a degree of maturity and growth that that takes. And if you stay, and I'm not telling you, you know, you have to change your friends. I'm not saying that sort of thing. But if you stay in the lane where you're not willing to have relationships with somebody that doesn't necessarily agree with you in every single way, then you're going to have a really hard time growing and maybe even seeing perspectives and understanding perspectives and maybe even changing other people's perspectives if you can't get on their level and or have a healthy relationship or conversation with them. Well, and I would say to that, if you find yourself thinking, I can't even hear that person. So like you and I have yeah. heard, heard yeah. this from friends before. Yeah. yeah, I can't even hear that person anymore. I'm going to start just pretending like those people don't exist anymore. Here is my yeah. challenge to anyone who thinks like that, because I think you're wrong. And I, w- I would have that discussion with you all day long and, and be civil about it. Um, but if you think that, I would argue that you are not as solidified in your beliefs as you think. Because if you can't hear something contrary to your beliefs, I are I would say and challenge you to even think, how confident are you in what you actually believe? Because if it can't even stand the test of someone talking wrong about it, I don't think you believe it at all. I, I would go that far. I would say, I don't think you're 100% sold. And the degree that, that you're emotionally triggered. I think yeah. the degree... And now there's things that people are going to be passionate about, right? Yeah. But there's a difference between being passionate about something, but being emotionally triggered to the point where you then reflect your anger back towards them. And then that's just going to be a a cascade. Well, yeah. And I'm not, I'm saying, so I would clarify, and I think that both of us would agree with this. If, if you were like, if someone is abusive to you, totally fine to like leave that person and and make him not part of your life. And I would encourage it hands down tomorrow like yesterday do it um but if they're not and it's just because they disagree with you or whatever like i had a i had someone that was on a facebook friend it was like an acquaintance or whatever and he said uh if you if you uh if you agree that there's election integrity issues i will i will unfriend you and i made some i asked him a question on there and he said um and he asked me a question i said yeah i was in dc on the 6th and he just unfriended me and blocked, not unfriended me, blocked me. And I was like, oh, I immediately thought to myself, like, number one, I didn't really care. Number two, I thought, you don't actually believe what you, you're saying. You're just an angry human being. That's fine. That's, you can be there. Like, but if you think that's going to make a world a better place, um, take a look at yourself and make a change. Yeah. Batman. Isn't that a song? Isn't that a song? Yeah. Batman wrote it. Okay, really? Yeah. Well, he says that in the Lego Batman movie. Make a change. Make a change. Make a change. 
It's a Michael Jackson uh, there's song. There's a song. There's a song. Oh, it's a Michael Jackson song. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you see, like, I thought you were joking. I was like, no, no, I, seriously, I, I totally was up. like reeling you in on that. And I'm like, I totally... yeah, I was like what? The Dark Knight? Maybe? I don't know. Oh, it's the beginning. Oh, of the... Have you not watched the Lego Batman movie? Like, it's at the beginning. And he's like, it, it's, he has the quote. And he's like, um, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. <laughs> and it says Michael Jackson and it erases and it says Batman. Batman. That's awesome. <laughs> well, dude, I think it's time for us to hit up our shower thoughts and our TILs. We've had a lot of good yeah. social. Yeah, this is a so this is a on this is a definitely we've had these types of conversations before, but I'll just end with this is a conversation that every single one of you needs to have with people. And and Find someone that has differing yeah. opinions from you and, yeah. and learn from them. If someone's like, hey, I'm all for cancel culture, ask them why. It, they may not have a reason. And that's not a that's not bad. I wouldn't make fun of someone for that, but I would just ask them, like, well, what's your reason? It's like, is it just because it's popular? Or do you actually have a reason? Did someone, did someone well, do something to you? Is there any way that I can it. help? If you come at it from the approach of not necessarily even like uh, that they're wrong, but come at it from the pr- the approach of like trying to figure out why does one plus one equal two? Yeah, or trying to figure or out like three. how how does that opinion or does that belief yeah. get built? Because it could have come and out of abuse. Really, and yeah, that, I, you know, there's some people that I or, know that or from being you know right. Maybe they have a, a correct perspective right. on something. Um, but um, okay, I am going to. Well, we have something new for you guys. I got. We're gonna hit some groove music, guys, during our uh, TIL. Go. TILs. Okay. Um, at any point today, I learned that at any point there are twelve to fourteen serial killers in the U.S. Whoa. And serial killers, I can't remember how many it qualifies for, but it's you. Obviously, you have to have multiple murders associated with right. that individual in succession. Yeah. And serial killers. I Whoa. Can't don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was trying to hear if the music is too loud. That music sounds good. It sounds good on my side. All right. Okay. Here's my TL. Sorry, okay. guys. I was trying to... This is the first time we've tried this, so I was just trying to make sure that it's uh, low enough. I think it is. Okay. Today I learned, despite being depicted on California's flag, the California grizzly bear has been extinct since 1924. Oh, that's sad. That's a bummer. Amador said that most of the serial killers are in the Pacific Northwest. Seriously, we we <laughs> we breed those. Course. It's because it gets well, dark earlier and just people and are I, overall I, grumpy. I, I, I saw that statistic as far as the serial killer goes when I was um, after watching the Netflix series Night Stalker, which was wild, wild. You guys, I would highly recommend. Also, that. if you fi- look Netflix up the series. podcast lore. And there's, yeah. there's a lot of deaths and mythology and stuff that have happened in the Pacific Northwest. There's like a cliff where everyone just feels compelled to jump off. Yeah. Ooh. And it's here That's in terrible. Oregon. All right. My Super. next TIL. Yeah. Low vitamin Today D. Today I learned. This is actually really, this is true. Like I actually have a link for the study. Okay. The study took place in 2003 out of Germany. Okay. But today I learned that the classic you know, old lady perfume, Lily of the Valley. Some yeah. of you out there probably heard of it. Lily of the Valley is for some reason, it's irresistible to sperm. A study out of Germany found that exposure to the scent doubles the speed 
um, and honing ability of sperm. <laughs> what? Yeah, the scent lily of the valley, man. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't, I don't know. What, know what I don't even want to know like who got funding for that baby. study. Yeah, yeah. How they decided like, like what is it you want to research? Like, okay, here's here's what we want to do. Like, listen, my grandma has grant, perfume. Grant approved. Okay. I want to find <laughs> out. Grant approved. Done. Sold. <laughs> Holy. Uh, today I learned that Alexander Graham Bell was a eugenicist and feared the creation of a deaf race. Deaf being lack of hearing advocating for the elimination of sign language and deaf schools in order to prevent deaf people from reproducing. What? So tomorrow, everyone that believes in cancel culture, get rid of your phone because it is supporting Alexander Graham Bell. I'm sorry. Well, so is that because he had a phone and he, he's like, people won't be able to hear my device. And so I want to get rid of people. He invented them. Get rid of them. They definitely perpetuate getting rid of deaf people alex is messed up bro yeah alex is that is screwed up, up? yeah yeah i'm still gonna use um, a phone it's you know <laughs> so amador said that amador said that he remembered that his recess teacher always smelled like <laughs> smelled so good <laughs> <laughs> lily baby lily of the valley, lily of the valley. oh all right shower thoughts shower thoughts i got four i have so, three so you I'll go first okay um okay something that i've noticed when i'm making my lunch for work or after i'm cleaning up dinner yeah as an adult few things are as satisfying as using the perfect size tupperware container to store your leftovers i do i dude i went through this today i couldn't find the right size one for a bunch of sausage that i made from a meat diet and it really made me mad and i'm still angry about it i don't like uh, the right size Tupperware goes a long ways. Yep. All right, hit me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sure. You know you're an adult when you miss trash day and it ruins your entire week. Oh. So many yep. times. Yep. I'm literally at work thinking, I can't believe I forgot to take yeah. the trash out. I can't. What a it. garbage day. It. And I couldn't even remember it. <laughs> what a dumb. <sighs> All right. Um, a good vocabulary is only as good as your audience's ability to understand it. It's true. You look like a jerk if you if you overextend. Yeah, you seem very loquacious. <laughs> was that in it? Please tell me that was in the shower thought. Oh no no I just I just okay that. okay that would have been an <laughs> amazing end to that shower thought like yeah <laughs> if that was written in there. Oh my gosh, the ten years between twenty five and thirty five are far shorter than the four years between fourteen and eighteen. Yeah. Oh, blink of an eye. I would say Seriously. between 14 and 15. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or 15 and 16. Yeah. 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 All right. So with pregnant women as their main consumers, virgin drinks are cocktails or cocktails are really poorly named. Say that again. Sorry, I was reading a hilarious so, comment. With pregnant women as their main consumers, you know, virgin drinks, yeah, or cocktails are really poorly named because, like, that the main true. consumers of them are virgins, right? Yeah, that's very true. It's just ironic. Let's say ironic. Uh, Jordan said, "Not me, the other Jordan." Uh, I have spatial issues, and I picked two wrong size containers tonight. She outdid oh. me by double. Oof. 
That is very difficult. That, is, that would cause me stress. I might have difficulty sleeping that night. Difficulty sleeping. I'm going to have um, difficulty sleeping and it's not even in my fridge. Okay. Oh my here's my last one. People right. are really shocked when actors turn out to be bad people when their whole careers are based on being people they're not. Truth. Truth. All right. My last one. My last one. Um, <laughs> because my kids have been watching Harry Potter a lot. That's his favorite Ow. word. <laughs> Owls of it is. are a major security flaw in the Harry Potter world. All someone would have to do is write a letter to whoever you're looking for and follow the owl. Right? It's true. There's Somebody's a lot of things Harry, that don't make sense in that. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was based on a true story, but I could be wrong. It is. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I take it. I take it. Go all on. right, that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, episode ninety-three. It's a bag. pleasure having y'all with us. And so much fun talking about life and love and happiness and the pursuit of crazy, the pursuit of evil, <laughs> pursuit of evil. pursuit yeah. of finding your enemies and asking why they're your enemy. It's your frenemy. Your frenemy is a friend me. Yep. Man. All right, guys. Oof. Well, have a fantastic week. It's gonna be a great. Go week. find someone that doesn't agree with you and have a healthy conversation with them yes. and maybe even make them your friend. That's your homework this yeah. week, peeps, is find someone and have a conversation. You know what's funny? Yeah. is When you start asking them questions, most people eventually ask you some too, and they can learn something too. It's fun. So. Hope you guys learned something. Yep. Peace out. See you guys. Have a good night. Bye. My button's not working. Here it goes. Bye.